I, I called him. I called man. Yeah, I tried he was to about to pull up to ours. Where's he at? He's probably uh, probably knee deep. Nah, he, had to, he was doing something. I forgot what he was. That nigga knee deep. Somewhere. Don't make it seem like. Uh, I just, I, he, was, I, he had to do something. From, yeah, from, and then he was supposed to get off early from doing whatever he was doing. I was say he don't work. Yeah, well, not get off. <laughs> free. Okay. Supposed to be supposed, free. To, supposed to break free. Okay. Okay. Yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah. All right. We good? Can we? Uh, can we get camera rolling? Uh yeah. Wait, I don't know what that means. I mean, can we? Oh, yeah, we're, are recording. we recording now? Yep. Oh, man, I missed the white girl story and everything. Okay, bet. <laughs> All right, so, damn, that's tight. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. This is the very first, I guess I want to say the inaugural episode of uh, the Super Hella Incredibly Tight Show. <laughs> uh, the shit show for short. And, um, you know, we're just going to kick this joint off. I just wanted to introduce, my, my name is Reese. Um, I am now... A, uh, a radio host, thank hey. God. Uh, shout out to that. Shout out to that. Yeah, Cube ninety three, and uh, so we got the Sunday night show from ten to twelve, focusing on local music. Um, this is my second foray into podcasting. Uh, shout out to the Glow Up Podcast, Casey Carter. She gave my first start into this whole media shit, so I appreciate her greatly. Um, yeah, so now we're now we're here. We're doing the shit show, and for the first episode, I brought my boys along. I got my man Jock over here. I say, Emmanuel, what's going on? Yo, what's good. And I got my guy, Will Jordan, here. Hey, how's it going? So I just want to say this right now for everybody who's listening. If you are a guest on the podcast at any point in time, I always wanted my own boy band, my own, you know, my own new edition, my own Jodeci. And the name of the uh, the band was going to be D-Reese and the Panties. So if you are a guest, <laughs> if you're ever a guest on the on the shit show, you are an honorary panty. Okay, just to put that out there. So I'm comfortable in my manlyhood to be a panty. <laughs> I feel like you could have told me that before. I <laughs> before we agreed. <laughs> So, um, a manty. Uh, <laughs> everybody is a panty, bro. So, um, I just want to kick but it off and let should, you guys you just, know. You still get to be yourself, though. Oh, it's D Reese, oh, it's D Reese right. and the panties. Okay, I'm just making that sure. was the whole shit. I'm yeah. just making sure. So, basically, this podcast is, um, this podcast is basically Twitter. It's Twitter on a podcast. So, we're gonna be talking about uh, life, love, whole stories, pop culture, music, film, more whole stories, drunk stories, <laughs> couple more whole stories if you got some. Um, and you know, it's just kind of like a free for all. Come on, call. <laughs> we'll be doing some interviews at times, you know. But other than that, I just really want to get great conversations started and get people going and doing their shit. You know, what I'm saying we spark a lot of conversation on Twitter and Facebook. We talk a lot of shit. We talk a lot of shit, and uh, we get a lot of feedback online. So, what better forum to address some of the shit that we talk? Great. So yeah. about what was it? In 15? public. Oh, in public, absolutely. That's the best time to do it. Of course. So we were just talking recently, uh, about 15, 20 minutes ago, we were talking about uh, dating white women. Ah. <laughs> and that's taboo a topic, because it is. We have three black men here, and we yeah. talked about it. So I was, um, so who, <laughs> somebody said, I'm not going to say who said it, but somebody said <laughs> <laughs> dating white women is like, or was it messing with white women? Messing with no, white women. I think dating, it was, I think was, it was dating. Dating yeah. white dating women? Dating white women. Yeah. It's like uh, eating a perfect, a perfect piece of fried chicken with no hot sauce. <laughs> like you can't put hot sauce on it. it, it yeah, you just, nah, there, there'll just be no like hot sauce. There's just you. It's not an option. There's no hot sauce. There'll be no additional seasoning here. That sucks. It does suck. And let me say, and that's not it the sucks to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> and you you can see the finish line, and you just can't get like, all the way to it. So let me I, so let me say this. I've been yeah. eating a lot of Met Market lately, just because. Mm. Met Market is a phenomenal fucking store. Met Market, please sponsor us. Give us free shit. <laughs> um, and they have good fried chicken, but it's not as seasoned mm, oh, as I like it to be. It's not as seasoned as... Is Uncle Therm still around? Uncle Therm's is around. Uh, yeah, it is. It's still around? Okay, yeah. So How do you know as, about Uncle... Okay. I, I've been at the Tacoma once or twice. I've been, once or twice? You know, <laughs> I, I ventured <laughs> I out like, this what way. Is, Uncle Therm? What is, I feel like Seattle people know about Uncle Therm's more than Tacoma people, people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all eat Therm's? For real? Uncle Therm's? I barely go to. I'm not hat. I mean, not, not, like since I, not since I've been, you know, out like living on Tacoma, but yeah. But but you've been there. I yeah, feel yeah. like Seattle people know about Uncle Thurman. Now like somebody that. took me to Uncle Thurman. Somebody took you there. Yeah. So it's not something that uh, more than just you knew. Like it's not something I had that no talk idea. About it. Nah. Okay. No, it wasn't. It okay. wasn't conversation. But somebody okay. took me there. Gotcha. But you guys got a lot of Tacoma women venturing into Seattle. That. Uh, a lot of us back. I just want to. Don't do that. That's a, no. That's that was my introduction <laughs> to Uncle Thurman. Seattle to find some real men. That was a, us, no. I'm not saying they that. bring us meat. They just uh, <laughs> they venture forth into Tacoma, and, or they venture forth into Seattle. There's you know, a lot of people working like to you know Tacoma, Renton, right, 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 that kind of thing, and then you find know better lives. 
if that's how you want to classify it. <laughs> I do have a theory that Seattle women love Tacoma men, though. I, yeah, I th- and I think it's the other way around as well. I think Tacoma yeah, women love ways. Seattle dudes. Seattle men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can that's see that. always been my experience. I got you. That I've always said, like, there's two. They love military men, too, though. Yeah, Tacoma men. We're not military. That's all there is. Anyway. <laughs> but there was, I, had, I had a thing, like, there's two type of women you can't talk shit about to me. Black women, just as a whole. And Tacoma women, you're not. Wow. Going. Oh, talk about that. Okay. I mean, yeah. I've give me, always give me your that, stance though. on that. So, like, we're, they're just like, why can't you talk shit about them? Is about, it because about you, black they, women, you hold them oh, to a high standard. Oh, or, Tacoma women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've just always been with the shit. Okay. It's, and it's always been like hella cool. Like we. Got you. Okay, so when we were in the house, we were in the Wayne Manor a couple years ago, mm-hmm. right? Uh, from like 2010 to 2013. Shout out to those times. Those are amazing times. Shout out to that. But we had we used to have Sunday dinners at Wayne Manor, and every Sunday, I think for like a probably like a solid year it was chicks in the house making a sunday dinner we would buy the groceries sometimes we didn't have to buy the groceries they would just um you know and there would always be women from tacoma it was like five or six women that would come out and they would cook for Mm. us and wow no i'm not this is a big (laughs) yeah this is a big (laughs) sunday dinner way man or flex with our own women no, but no, but no, see, this thing. I didn't, I didn't, I never treated it like it was like a, oh, nigga, we're on. We're doing right. this. Yeah, yeah, nah, it was just, no, nah, it was just some great. It was cool. It's yeah, it was just on some cool shit. Do, yeah. I got you. It was just on some cool shit, gotcha. and they would come out, and they would cook. And I'd be like, yo, at that time, I was like, you can't, don't say shit about no Tacoma women to me. Yeah, no. And you know, there's, and there's always been like a Seattle Tacoma thing, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, ne- I, I believed it in high school until my senior year. And then my mm-hmm. senior year was like the first time. We went to uh, Gear Up, actually. We stayed on the UW uh-huh. campus, and then, like, some cats from, Gear up. from Washington High School from out here. Yeah. The, we, like, dormed with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. For, like, the two weeks we was on campus. And Parkland like, Cats. Yeah, yeah. And it was mad cool. And actually, uh, that was, like, my introduction, like, real my real introduction to Lil Wayne, because that was around the time the Carter came out. Gotcha. And that's the only thing we listened to for, like, two or three weeks straight, <laughs> the Carter. And so then I was catching the bus out to Tacoma, like, my whole senior year. Oh. Because I was messing with this girl that went to Washington. Oh. And so then I was like, you can't tell me shit about Tacoma. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, <laughs> then we went to UW, and then, you know, like, hella Tacoma chicks, like, my freshman year was out there, and, yeah, I just had, like, a So since they, since they pushing y'all out of Seattle, uh-huh. right, right. <laughs> I have I have this thing that no I just more. want, I just want all Dang black it. people to kind of, like, move to Tacoma since it's like yeah. a, it's like a hub for black people, I feel like, in the right. state, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you know? Hey, just skip Renton. Just skip Federal Way. Don't do it. Right. Just Seattle don't people do come it. on down to Tacoma, buy you a house, get right. you stable. If you could do that, come on. Then yeah, but here's here's my thing with Tacoma, right? And it's not like I don't have I like Tacoma. I've been fucking with ETC for years, back before Gallery Ambition days. Oh, okay. Wow. Shout out to them. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to live out here only because it's too remote. Like mm, everything yeah. is just hella far. Like, you know the gas bro, I've spent like two and fifty bucks on gas. Yeah. Like the past two, three weeks. And mm. We always got some construction, man. We always right. got and you, some. And you, ain't shit getting built. And you also, I'm upset about that. You also lived in like the probably the worst part of Tacoma to be in. Like the north end is so far from like any freeways. It's like nobody. Everything. That's why nobody goes nah. over there. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I five is right there because we live right off of Ruston, so I five is right there. Like I'm literally like ten minutes from ETC. Which oh, is right, right, right by, you know, right. it's 10 minutes from here. It's just, yeah. I think I never thought of us as remote. Maybe just because I'm from here. So, like, all the things yeah. I We always, we're used to traveling. Yeah. I, I think but that's more so I, what I would, it is. I would come out here for a night, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. like, an event. You know, I would come to Tacoma Dome, which is always, like, you know, if there was a show. Yeah. But right. I'll come to ETC and fuck with these guys, you know, yeah. like, on any regular day. Just but yeah. show. And it yeah. depends what your what your home base is. Like, if you're doing stuff. Like, if I, if I all my work, all the stuff I was doing is in Tacoma, then living in Seattle would like not make any sense but see like, like yeah oh, and that's yeah. the thing like working because I, I was just working downtown Seattle or at least right. in Chinatown so it's like right. yeah, that's it's a two right hour there. commute yeah, that's from the wild. house it's you know I was on the I was on the bus at 6.50 uh, to get to to walk in the building walk in the door of my building at 8.45 no it's too much <laughs> it's too much do you uh okay so do you think that there is more of a sense of community between the black people that are in Tacoma versus absolutely. the black people in Seattle? You didn't even have to finish that. I, yes, I absolutely <laughs> feel that way. Why is that, though? I just think that you guys have all... But I, I think that, you know, it's kind of like black people and white people, right? When you look down, like, you talk about oppression. And you yeah. talk about, like, somebody who looks down on somebody that treats people differently. Right. All those people can do is band together, right. you know? Yeah. And, like, we in Seattle, because I'm a Seattle dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... You can be, you can section off and click up and do these different things, but ultimately we're all from Seattle, so it doesn't matter. You know, we're right. going to look down on everybody else because mm-hmm. it's Seattle. Seattle you, know? right. you got the Seahawks, 
in Seattle. You got yeah, the Sonics right. in Seattle. Man, everything yeah. is about Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing's about Tacoma. Yeah. You know, and then like if we were ever to come this, and then you guys got construction coming in, and the Tacoma aroma is an actual thing. Yeah. You know, and then like coming into industrial Tacoma is not even pretty. So when we come out here, we'd be like, bro, look at this wasteland. Yeah. You, never, you know what I'm saying? You see what this city actually is. Yeah, and you wouldn't. And you never, you, nah. we never gave it a fair chance, right? And so I think that everybody from Tacoma was just like, well, fuck everybody. We're just going to do our own thing. Being mm. from Tacoma is like being double black. Especially if you're, if you're from Hilltop, then you're double triple black, black because Oof. you're already in Hilltop, which is like, you're from Hilltop? Yeah. Then you're yeah. from Tacoma. Was like, you're from Tacoma and then you're yeah. black. You're black. Yeah. So, you're black. So like, yeah. So like we don't. Yeah, we don't have. We have no choice but to like. And even when we're not, even if 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 you're from Tacoma, and there's somebody from Tacoma that you don't like, and you guys see each other in Seattle, you guys are family. Just because like you, you have yeah. to like. Now here's now here's the thing. I want to say this. I want to say this for the record. Anybody listening to this right now, do right. not ever think that I switched my affiliation. Right. I will always be from the south end. Oh yeah. I'll oh yeah. Be yeah. From the south end. I'll never. You know what I'm saying? Nobody I'm taking that from you. Now. I'm just saying no because. My my boy, and I'm gonna call him out, bro, bro. Impact, Impact. <laughs> just he was telling me I just saw him recently. He was like, "Oh, you're a Tacoma nigga now." Oh. Please don't say that to me, brother. Yeah. I, and I love my people out here yeah. in Tacoma, but don't yeah. put that on me, brother. It's not that. But I love my people in Tacoma. Yeah, it's tight out here. I like it out here. That's it's what's cool. up, man. We we yeah. accept. You know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna have these. Y'all got transplants already. Of course. Right. We gonna be keep getting y'all leftover transplants. <laughs> They're gonna be kicking y'all out down here. Man, I'm just See, saying, now, black now people that, from Seattle, come but, but embrace here's, Tacoma. Here's the thing, man. I, I, I want to say this, brother. I, I, I hope that we can still occupy, like, the, you know, the, the Tukwila's and the Renton's and the, yeah. you know, the, the outline. I grew up in Skyway. So I always, I think, to me, the Central District is a motherland, and then it's Skyway right after that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I always want us to be and occupy those spaces. I don't want us to have to break outside of those spaces. Even Tukwila, you know, like mm-hmm. it's still a, a great place to have a family, you know, yeah. raise family, whatever, you know, to own property and all that. I just hope that we don't have to go so far out to like Kent and gotcha. Auburn and, <laughs> yeah. and all those yeah. other spaces Ooh, like that. Auburn, nah, nah. I do would, not. You don't want to live in Auburn. I lived in Auburn though and I liked it because it was hella remote. But those are like, remote. those are my scumbag days. So mm. for me, it worked gotcha. perfectly. Gotcha. It was like, Shout oh, out Never mind, no shout-outs. <laughs> back days. <laughs> well, you know, um, they make you who you are. Speaking of transplants, okay. Yes, sir. So let me ask you this. Okay. As somebody who's been, uh, you know, you're from Seattle, uh-huh. there's a whole new community of black transplants, like literally yeah. cats that from are everywhere. Yeah. from everywhere. Down, It's mostly down south from what I, my, I'm, my eye mm-hmm. from seeing it is. Um, how do people feel about... In the Midwest, I'll say. Midwest, okay. Yeah. Um, them ingratiating themselves into Seattle culture, or like how do how do black people from Seattle feel about all these new black people that you know are working at these different companies and um, you know adjusting to this life? How do you guys are you do you guys know these people? Do you guys see you them? Don't know them? You see them, but and you, you know Seattle's so small. Yeah, you know, so you you know who you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know that person, so they can't be from you know, not here from here. Yeah. yeah, you're not from the South, and you're not from the district, you know. You're not from Kent. You may be from Federal Way. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you might yeah. be from North End. But um, I, I don't have a problem with it until you look down upon the people in Seattle. When you start coming here and shitting on people, and you come here and say, oh, black people don't like black people. Or I heard, like, the Seattle freeze. You know, I've, been, I've heard that hella times growing up, you know. But, like, for you to come here and, and make it a thing to say, oh, people ain't friendly here. Like, nigga, you're not even from here, fam. You don't understand the culture here. You know? Yeah. You don't know anybody. That's You don't know like, nobody, yeah. for mm-hmm. one. People don't have to welcome you with open arms. You're just another person. You know, great to see another black face. At the same time, you would say you don't know anybody. There's a, I'm in a group chat right now with, like, 350 people that oh. none of them Jesus Christ. lived here. Like, wait, I don't, on your, on your I, phone? I don't, I don't constantly. Wait, wait, on look your phone? At, yes, on my phone and a group me app. Jeez. So I don't, oh, okay, okay. I don't be on this, yeah, in this group chat like that. Uh-huh. But like, there's 300 people in there, and I'll say probably 250 of them are not from here. Are not from here. Yeah. And they are its own little community with They click, Seattle. bro. They link up and they, they do shit. They click up. Mobilize. Yes, yeah. bro. Like, and I think and that's this, tight. I think I, that's tight. Yeah, man, I'm not um, saying there's anything bad about it. I'm just like, damn, it's really <clears> happening. <throat> yeah. But, like, it's happening outside of the black people that are already here. Because like, you, know you know what happens? Together. Because this. this is what happens, bro. Because people move here and they start to look down on the people that are already here. Because mm. they... Cause, and the reason why they moved here is for a job. You didn't just move here just to move to Seattle. Yeah. You're saying that that's not the thing for right. us. And you move here with a job, Amazon or whoever, they moved you here. Yep. They, they helped you room and board. 
I know some jobs even offer you like a, a stipend to get a car and shit like mm-hmm. that, right? So you move here and you do this thing that black people do. You know, you believe in, you know, you exert classism. And so you start to think that you're above somebody else automatically, right? Gotcha. Oh, I'm not fucking with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you don't even adapt like the city's customs. Or you say, you know, we're all the black people. Mm-hmm. Like you get there and then, but you only want to stay on the hill. You don't want to get comfortable enough to come to the south end. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, the, and the district's changing, hella. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm going to go to Nate's, which is tight. Go support Nate's. Yeah. But at the same time, that's not what made Seattle, yeah. black Seattle, black Seattle. You Nate's know what I mean? just got here. Yeah, 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 not just got here, but you know, no, no, no. y'all didn't grow 2000, up. Two thousand what? Two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, y'all didn't grow up on. We Nates. didn't grow up on Nate's. No, no, not at all. You know what I mean? What are some of the things that people think are Seattle that are not Seattle? Uh, <laughs> damn, that's an interesting question. Um, that really is. I don't know yet because um, there's still a lot of black people coming here to like, and I haven't really had a lot of correspondence with a lot of people outside right. of like work and shit. Right. Um. I have to get back to you on that one because I don't know. Because like we like we have like people have typical th- ideas of what Seattle is or what represents Seattle. Like I don't yeah. know. Even I've I've lived thirty miles south um, yeah. for my whole life, and I have like there's stuff I know is like oh this is stuff that I see. Well, written like, people think written in Seattle. It's but I what I mean like Seattle traditions or things that Seattle oh, people do that you. Except, that you guys don't really care. I about. didn't know Seattle has such a black rich tradition as far as art. Right. Yeah, hip hop stuff. And yeah. hip hop was yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know about yeah. that growing up. I had to yeah. learn that and really research uh-huh. that on my own to really know. Right. Um, and I don't think it ever gets that much credit. I was just telling somebody about the Black Panthers and what the Seattle uh, chapter of the Black Panthers right. achieved and oh, how yeah. much they achieved in Washington. Right. And, you know, the pictures of them at, on the uh, Washington legislation yep. uh, building with their rifles and stuff like they were looked to the Panthers in Seattle were looked to with high regard across Absolutely. the nation with uh, other Panthers. So like you have people like Mr. Aaron Dixon who wrote his book about, you know, being a Black Panther yeah. in, in that time. Um, so shout out to him and his daughter Aziza, who's amazing. Um, you know she's phenomenal. They're phenomenal. Um, and then my uncle Gary, um, mm. Gary Davis, was a Black Panther, you know, revolutionary in the seventies. And it was crazy because the duality with the, with the cops is his brother was a cop, right? Oh wow! And so um, Uncle Gary, we grew up with him telling the stories about his brother having to like get him, you know, out of uh, get him out of jail and shit. You know what I'm mm. saying like. You know, he would be rioting or, you know, not rioting, but, like, you know, doing that. With me? Oh, okay. Yeah, if you hold the mic oh, okay. in peace. I, I, I was looking at the sweet spot. <laughs> it's like you he's looking me over the shit, here. here. Um, <laughs> like you were showing me the you thing. You were down, like, in the, in the negative 36. Oh, was I really? Yeah. Like but see, here. you see where I'm at now? I'm just yeah, doing this Yep. So okay, that's what I'm saying. I've, this so is episode you, one, guys. Please yeah, If you carry with you, then you're... Ah, so, yeah. we're good. No, nope. it's like uh, a video game. Spot. Okay. Oh, nice. So nice. if you got if so if you can move and look around, if you just carry the mic with you, I'm gonna just do that. I'm yep. gonna feel like a R&B. This is really the recent opinion. Bob Barker. Um, but now, nah, like you know, just just hearing like you know Uncle Gary tell the stories about his uh, his brother Robert having to get him out of you know get him out of jail and shit. Wow. You know, and they be protesting up at UW or up on Red Square. <sighs> right. You yeah. know, like doing shit like that. Um, you know, just let you know that we do have a history of that. Yeah. You know, and um. I mean, people just, I mean, just even, even a neighborhood can be in an institution, you know, that can establish history. Yeah. The central district is where 95% of the black people were, you know, in the seventies and eighties. And then we branched out. And then you look at the destruction of that, you know, due to, um, gentrification, you know, and then raising the property taxes and things of that nature, you know, and and of course making it harder for them to get jobs. I mean, look at how many hospitals surround that area, right? three or four hospitals but we can't get jobs at them mm. you know yeah see and that's why i brought it up is because washington period in the northwest in general in seattle specifically is known as one of the white whitest places absolutely yeah in we're America. only three percent of the population yeah here in seattle so to have that type of an impact yeah on your city and even when i when i talk to older people mm-hmm. in seattle like generations before us yeah i get a sense of empowerment when i Mm -hmm. see them or talk to them i've been at different events where i've seen uh older seattle people and the way that they carry themselves they're Mm -hmm. so proud to be black it's just a different aspect of like yeah what i'm used to right you know what i mean so it's just it's that's something that surprised myself growing up here and then learning as i'm like oh wow this is this happened just right here like oh okay right right. didn't even know and also in tacoma like the generation before us, a couple of generations before us, kind of got wiped out. 
So yeah. we don't really even have like. There's nothing have, to be proud of. Well, there's <laughs> dang. No, I mean, not, not, no, not, not, not to not to knock it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Know, but you, like, yeah. there's you, nothing left for us to have pride in. We, it just wasn't passed down. Uh, yeah, a lot of the people that we that we would look up to, or a lot of people that could tell the stories of what people have been through um, in Tacoma, are dead or in jail. So like, there's a few yeah. people that yeah. left that tell the stories. And I that's love, what, that's what happens to legacy. You right. know, your legacy gets erased, and your right. storytellers can't tell the stories. Yeah, exactly. And, so um, we there's a, a thing. There's a lot for us to take pride in, especially the people from like, Blackburn from Tacoma. But it's just like a lot of people don't know. Um, even Washington State story, like the reason we're here is because black people weren't welcome in Oregon. In Oregon, mm-hmm. so yeah. Like there's a it's, people don't know that people don't yeah. know it was a, it was a legal mandate. You couldn't you couldn't be black and own property right. or live in the state of Oregon. Right. Mm. Uh, let's switch gears so a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, because yeah. we'll get back to <laughs> that. Makes sense why there's no black but, people in Oregon other than yeah, Portland. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Right. It's like the literally wow. like the whitest state you can yeah. find. Like in Vermont, it's hella white. It's like Oregon's the whitest state. But um, but I do want to like. Kind of go back to what we were talking about, like as far as like black dudes dating white women, right? Because that, that's oh, prevalent here. Years. Yeah, that's people come. People come here and like, oh, they don't fuck with black women here, and it's like, nah, dog, that's transplants, nigga. Don't bring that to us. We right. date our women. We love yeah. them. I love them. You love them. Not dating a white woman. I'm sorry, but I, I was telling you guys a story earlier. My boy, we were in college, and um, he met this bad Italian chick. She was fine. No, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. She hey, was fine. yeah, they're and out there. He met, but he met this bad Italian chick, and um. I don't know what like the conversation was and shit like that, but he was like, "Bro, I met this bad chick. She's inviting us to the house. You want to come with me? Yada yada yada." I'm like, "Yeah, of course." So we go, you know, to the house, and she's like, "Oh, I'll cook for you guys." They called it. She called it a top ramen party. So we had this top ramen party. So like everybody brought a dish, or everybody cooked something, right? So we just like ended up staying at night, and then eventually, uh, I ended up. Like living there, I ended up like becoming like her roommate, and so that's she, such uh, a big jump. That escalated so fast. It was, you know, it was probably like over the course of like a year. And yeah, then, like, and my okay. parents, she like she had rooms for rent. She was like this oh, nice. 21, 22 year old, you know, got chick. her old stuff together. She, uh, yeah, she had her shit together. She mm-hmm. owned a house. Nice. She had a, um, she owned a house in the New Hollies, which is like mad impressive. You know what I'm saying? It was like tight, and her, she was actually getting a house built for her. Um, so the house that she was staying in initially like wasn't even the house oh, she was gonna end up being in. She got you know? money. Oh, she had money. Oh, she got money. And then she was like, and, and I was always at her house because like my parents had just moved to Puyallup, so I was mm. going back and forth between UW and Puyallup. I was like, I can't do this. She was like, Well, you can, <laughs> you can move in. Oh, she's like, I didn't even, think, I didn't even ask. She was like, You can move in if you want. And we was always over there anyway, so I was like, Yeah, like it's cool, three hundred dollars a month. Wow. So you had a whole oh. basement. Oh, what? absolutely. Wow. Yeah, let's Look make it God. Yeah, exactly. Right. Wow. Wait, you said so. I moved in, I think, in, like, April. April or May, I moved in. And so what year is this? This is 2006. 2007. Sorry, 2007. So I move in, and it just becomes the party house. Like, we're always kicking it. Because um, she was, like I said, 21, 22. I think I was 19 at the time. Um, and her roommate was, like, 22 or something, you know. Oh, yeah. My boy lived right down the street on Holly. At 19, it's it's a... Obstacle to even get liquor. You're <laughs> right. in a house with and then a couple 23, yeah. 22. Yeah, and, then, and, and then we had another roommate. My man's name was Nick. I never forgot. I love Nick to death. He used to always buy his alcohol. His white boy. Yeah. He was like 25 or something. He used to always buy his bottles and I shit. Bet. And so, um, yeah, bro, we was always turning. But anyway, back to him dating white girl. So the white girl was on him. Hella tough. On my boy. Mm-hmm. Tough, bro. Like, I want you to do this to me. I want you to do that to me. You know, all this shit. After every party we'd have, he'd end up in her bed, you know, snuggled up. And he would he refused to have sex with her, and I was like, "Dog, you're fucking insane! Like, what are you doing? You know, uh-huh. why would you? Why are you? Why not, is he that invested if he's not gonna? Why are you not tapping those? And he had like this strong conviction not to have sex with white women. Like hmm. that was his thing always. I'm never having sex with a white girl. Man, Watch shout Malcolm out to the X. fear that a black mom can put into a son. Nah, it was just. That I is. mean, we we grew up. I mean, his like I said, his dad was a his his father was the Black Panther. You know, grew up mad militant. Got you. Watch okay. Malcolm X. Hella now, there's, times. there's context to this. You know okay. what I'm saying? Watch Malcolm X. Hella times growing up. I, we thought Denzel was Malcolm X. That that's how ingrained. Yeah. In this, he was. Ooh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, and he never slept with her, not one time. So then I realized that he wasn't gonna sleep with her. I was like, I should probably sleep with her. <laughs> At some point, I I'll do it. Do I, I, yeah, you're not gonna do it, brother. Mm-hmm. So I'll step to the. So point. even even uh, as a roommate, you took that upon your like. You didn't think that that would could you know spice like mess <laughs> up the home. Cared. Didn't care too much. Didn't never cared too much. Too much. Too much. Nah, because I think too much is made of that anyway. Like you'll mess up the friendship or you'll mess up like. Oh, wait, your living situation? I didn't. 
You don't yeah. think that I never I never slept with her though. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I I started to and then I started just, to yeah. <laughs> no, I started to, no, like literally, like I was in the room and like I was in the bed and shit. And yeah. then um, I just think that it just well. Let me okay. Let me backtrack because this is why it really didn't happen. Cause I slept with the other roommate. Before I even moved in, I slept with the other one. And then when I was living there, I slept with her again. Okay. And then we was in the bed and she was like, Yeah, you, you forgot to bring you forgot to say that. She yeah, I did, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> she and then she was like, you know what, well, it's you slept with my friend. And you know how they do that little slow, like and I was just like, It's yeah, I did. I don't really care. At this point I can tell you, you don't really care either because we're both here naked. Like it's not really, you know. But I didn't really want to press the issue. Yeah. So after, just, after you hear that, you don't want to press it, and it's just yeah. Like, and I just didn't, you know, I just didn't feel like being like that guy. It wasn't. It wasn't because she was white, though. No, I didn't have oh, okay. that. I, I didn't. No, sure. I, no. At that at nineteen, no, I didn't have that yeah. in me. I didn't have that in me for years. As a matter of fact, when did you get that? That I wasn't fucking with white women. Yeah. Um, was I probably like twenty five? Mm-hmm. The last time I messed with a white girl, and I was just like, yeah, this isn't for me no more. Just because culturally it wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like I remember because I had pre Get Out too. Yeah, it was. It was before Get Out, mm-hmm. and I and I um, I, I there was this one, okay, so two separate incidents, right? I messed with this one white girl, and I think her expectation was that um, I just need to be like at her beck and call, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the first time we messed around. She invited me to this house party. Me and my boy, we ended up like messing around in the bathroom and shit. And she was like, "Oh, I'm about to come back to your house afterwards, and we'll do the thing." But I think at that time. I think I was like living with my parents or something. So I was like, you can't come back to my house. You know, like, that's not, not happening. Thing. She was like, well, you need to be available for me. And, this. and I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hold on, bro. I'm the one putting this thing down. Okay? <laughs> and I'm doing this amazing. So don't try to be here calling. This. I hate like being told what to do anyway. So I was like, nah, but like, that's not, the, you know, so like every time I went to mess around, she didn't want to do it, but it had to be on her terms. So I was like, okay, I'm good off that. Mm. You know, like, yeah. I put that down. And then like the, the next white girl, we worked together actually. And um, you be mixing business with pleasure always. Oh, you yeah. don't think that you, you yeah you just said that you don't I think just, that there's I don't care you don't I, think that there's much to that. Not for I know that there is with some people. It yeah. just never affected me to me that way. So you're just like until it does until it I'm does, gonna keep you doing it. Absolutely, I mean, I'm not that way anymore. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I've been in a relationship for four years. Obviously, I'm good, obviously, yeah, I'm yes. straight. But yes, um, but yeah, not like I always feel like you know just as an opportunist, you know, you find somebody attractive and you you know you go for it. But the girl, okay, so <laughs> the girl I was like, uh, the white girl I was messing with, she, uh, she, I was flirting with her a little bit because she, you know, she's bad, and um, I didn't think that I, like she would take to me, right? And I was just flirting with her, and then like one day, my homegirl was like, "Yo, she's really feeling you, but like don't mess with her because you're gonna ruin her life." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I know how you are, Reese. You're gonna ruin her life." This and that, and I'm like, nah, it's good. Mm. And so the girl, I told the girl, I was like, yo, like, you know, we should go out sometime. And she was like, okay, let's do it. And then right after that, my car got totaled. So then I was like, oh, my bad, I can't, we can't go nowhere because my car's totaled. You know, like, I can't do my, she was like, oh, it's cool. That's a good reason. She was like, yeah. I'll, um, I'll come pick you up. Ooh. And I was like, oh, you sure? A and white she, woman will come pick you up. Brother, look. So she lived out here in Tacoma, right? She lived in UP, actually. And uh, I was in Skyway. And she came after work one day, she picked me up from Skyway. We're driving back to her house. She was, oh, she was like, pack a bag. Oh, she told you to pack your she own told, whole bag. She told me to pack a bag. And I was like, oh, okay, bet. Okay. So we're driving out. We get out to the house. I get to the house, G. She got dinner made. <laughs> Wait, Bro. she went and picked you up. She went and picked me up. Brought you back to the house. Yes, and no. dinner was waiting? Wait, before that, we, we stopped at the store. We stopped at the store and we picked up a bottle of uh, Red Berry Ciroc. <sighs> and we picked up. Uh, Shout out to the Red Cap. And we uh, <laughs> picked up the little. Uh, 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 you know the strawberry shortcakes, the little the cake part. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pick those up, right? Y'all was at Safeway. We went to somewhere out here. Mm-hmm. Somewhere yep. Yeah, it was a Safeway, bro. And uh, <laughs> so we get back to the house. She got pot roast made. She oh, she put that in mashed potatoes, fam. Pot oh. carrots. She had the she strawberry. Was in, she was in a crock pot bag. Yes, bro. Wow. Well, like, my, like my man said earlier. See, it's like you. It was perfectly cooked, but it wasn't no seasoning. There was no hot sauce. So I appreciated the effort though. Yeah, you know. I, matter of fact, I took a picture, put it on the gram. Hey. Right. <laughs> so that night, um, you know, it goes down, right? I'm appreciative of the shit, but it's the blandest sex I ever had. Mm. Yeah, like remember we had the conversation earlier. So we just okay. So just context for y'all. We just did Jock's podcast. Yeah, shout out! Don't shoot the messenger podcast. We were talking about um, lip injections and. 
mm. you know, and, and, and surgeries and all that shit. Yes. Mm. She had fake breasts, and I could tell. Oh. You know what I mean? It just wasn't. I mean, they look nice and everything, yeah. you know? But you could tell, like, a fake breast when you're holding you can, your fake breast. Yeah. You know? And so, but it was just like, it just wasn't the math. But anyway, the reason why I stopped messing with her is because, um, so that was that was cool, but then, like, I could tell that like, she wanted to, like, cling on to the shit. And I'm a very, like, un... I'm a very non-committal person. Mm. You know, so non-committal? Like, oh. Does that mean... I mean, yeah. I hear that, and I... Does that mean you're scared of commitment? No, not at all. Okay. It just means I just, I just don't, like... Somebody just asked me that today, and I had to tell them. I just nah, don't nah. willingly latch on to people like that. Right? Yeah, I got you. You know got what I mean? I'm just like, yo, like, this is what it I is. I don't like it's to be vulnerable. Cool. No, very it's not, early. It's not that. It's just... I, this isn't defined. You know what I mean? We're both adults. We both made adult decisions. You're, yeah, okay, I got you. you it's not mean? even so that like, vibe. If we go there, we'll go there. Like, that's my current relationship. My girlfriend now, that's how we got into the thing. It was like, oh, we're doing this thing. Okay, this oh, is Oh, we're nice. doing it. Let's okay, let's, doing let's, it. Let's, yeah, let's keep doing this. You know, okay. but like, we got, got it, which is like, you know, we're just, plus there's a white woman too. So there's always like, I don't want to commit to the white girl. Yeah. I'm not bringing the white girl home, which is crazy because two of my sisters have been engaged to white boys. One of my yeah. sisters got married to a white boy, and I was like, I, I couldn't do this. Wow. Wow. Do you guys brought one home, and I guess that's cool. But uh, but anyway, so I, I long story short, bro, I I, I kind of find out that she had a black boyfriend prior to me. I seen like a picture on her on her. Oh, bed, you so didn't like, you didn't know? No, nah, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I had no, I had no idea yeah. this girl's history. A lot, of, right? a lot of these white girls, yeah. yeah you ain't your but, first rodeo. But like this, and this isn't like uh, this might be like April or something. No, February the first time I messed around. You know, like April, then like the next time we like I spent the night over there, right? And um, I see the picture of the dude, and I was like, yo, like, who's the dude? You know, just curious. Uh, who's the guy? Oh, it's my ex. Oh, okay. Uh, she was like, yeah, like, he, you know, he passed away. That's what still got the picture. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, kind of sad, mm. cinnamon or whatever. So I asked my homegirl, my coworker, like, who set us up, you know, like, man, you know, was it her ex died? You didn't tell me that. She was like, yeah, that nigga died on New Year's. Uh, I said, I'm sorry, what? Uh huh. Nigga, what? He was six weeks after the fam. First time we fucked around was in February. Now I'm not saying you gotta grieve and all that. You know what I'm saying, I mean, you you're not allowed to grieve however you want to grieve and do you know do your thing. But like, I'm not about to be the replacement for this nigga, bro. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could I could feel the attachment, like the because she wanted everybody to know that we talked, and I'm very cool on that. Uh, I'm a very secretive person when it comes to shit like that. Yeah, privacy is everything, Absolutely. especially in the beginning of something that you don't even know is gonna be something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. I know I don't need none of this, and I don't need. You know, and then like the next white girl I messed with, it was just kind of like she was cheating on her dude and she was like hella willing and ready to cheat on her dude. And I was just like, this seems way too, yeah, you're way too enthusiastic about this. I can't take you from somebody else. And I I think that the last white girl I messed with was the night of the Drake joint. It's 2013. It was the last night I touched a white girl. And I don't even want to tell that whole story because that's disrespectful to a couple of different people. But. So Drake had you touching white girls, man. He that was something that was like in play for like a couple years too. Oh. I was I would always just like flirt with her just to kind of see, you know. But even that, it was still like bland. Like it wasn't. See, there's always like the misconception that like white girls get better head than black women, and that's not true at all. It, they're just more willing to do shit. They're mm. just more ready and rearing and like, mm. let's do it. Like I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Like and you better enjoy it. That's the thing. Yeah. Like no, I don't have to enjoy this because it does. It doesn't mean that it's good. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that you're filthy. Cause you're not. Yeah. I would much rather make love to a black woman and you know. Amen. Amen. Into that. So yeah, that's like where I'm at. That's my that's my zone for the rest of my life, and all that is strictly black women. What if an Asian woman pops up? You you don't Mexican Latina. Um. Nah. Yeah, I mean that'd be tight. I'm, I'm just I'm just asking. No, nah, I mean because I've dabbled. I've yeah. dabbled. Okay. Um. And I think it's tight. I think is it more so just you can't bring a white woman home or you can't bring a woman that's not a black woman home? Nah, I think, well, no, because I definitely brought other races home. But I think at this point in time, I, I need somebody who I can, like, connect with from a cultural standpoint. Cultural standpoint, gotcha. Yeah, right. and, and, and from, like, a, I need to know we've been through similar shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to know we've been through some of the same things. Yeah. Or at least you can understand my viewpoint without exactly. looking at me like I'm exaggerating, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I don't want to have to tell you my life as a story. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. tell you what I've been through and you connect with it because you've been through similar Something things. Something similar, yeah. So, that yeah. I mean, not not even like bring kids into it, but like we have children, like we have the, a similar viewpoint on like, you know, we, we share these experiences. We can both talk about this, you know, yeah. from the same standpoint. Okay, mom thinks this way, dad thinks this way, and there's mm-hmm. commonality here in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just where I'm at with it. Not to say that an Asian woman can't give you that. You know, I'm pretty sure they face their criticisms and you know, whatever from there, but I need this from a black woman and I won't, I wouldn't marry anything but a black woman. You know what I mean? But I've been attracted to Asian women and Mm -hmm. 
slept with Latina women, slept with Asian women, slept with, you know, Islander women. Yeah. My whole days are behind me, though. Mm. Shout out to that. Yeah, praise God. Mm. Not mine. Psycho <laughs> <laughs> <Slack of> boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but hold around. Do your thing. Um, yeah, I'm chilling. I've been there, done that. I'm kind of I'm kinda in the same space. I'm 27. You're in the whole days. And you're single? Yeah. Your whole days aren't behind you, bro. Matter of oh, fact, your, your your best whole days are probably in front of you. Chill out, man. Nah, I'm telling you right nah, now. Nah, I'm chilling. Your best whole I'm days chill. are in front of you. I've done enough hoeing up to this point to do a hoeing for a long time. If nah, that makes sense. You haven't. I'm telling you. I'm damn. Yeah. I'm not. Looking <laughs> yeah. looking I'm somebody who believes in you. Yeah. I believe in you. Yeah. Let's 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 break this down just a little bit further. Jack yeah. works. Jack, we work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great guy. Um, I'm a DJ at a strip club. Okay, just DJ at a strip club. One of my many ventures. Of, you have access to a lot, but would you mix? Would you mix? I have a, there. No, why not there? There no. That nope. doesn't seem like the ripe place to do that. At? It messes up my money. How so? It, potentially. You gonna stop DJing? No, I make a majority of money. My money off. Oh, shit. Well, I make some okay. money off tips. Most of my money off tips. Oh wait, do you really? Yes. Okay. From so who? I get it hourly, but it's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. Most of my money's coming off tips. Off the girls? Or? From the girls. The girls give you some of their tip money? Every night. Oh. Oh, okay. Every night. So oh, I can see that. Okay. So yeah, it's just like if if I'm in there messing around with multiple women, it could get bad just off the simple fact that obviously it's multiple women and yeah, yeah, yeah. girls are in their feelings. You I'm not da da da. I'm there for the tips. To yeah, keep it solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surrounded by women in my life already, regardless. Yes. So, yes, like, it's not for me. It's not working at a strip club. Isn't the like? Oh my gosh! Like, I got this so much access to women because right. for other dudes at my job, it's like that. Of course, you know. But but you're a cool probably, nigga though. I said they've probably yeah, never really been a chance. Like, never really been there. They won't. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. But cool niggas are hard to come by. I appreciate that. Sure. But yeah. it's just like, um, yeah, I don't have to go to a strip club to be around beautiful women. Right. So I try as as much as possible mm-hmm. to make sure that I don't fuck my tips up. Yeah, of and course. And that, you know, I can, you know, stay solid and, and be as professional as possible. One of the reasons why I said I wanted to work at the strip club, because women have been my advice for a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was like, can I have the wherewithal? Can I have the discipline to not fuck this up? To really be in here on my professional tip and like not run through this whole club? Cause I yeah. could. Well, part of I think part of you being a cool nigga is also seeing other dudes fuck it up for themselves. Oh yeah, cause there's a lot. There's a couple niggas I that have definitely have yeah. fucked it but up. You got, for you themselves got guys there. that come through the strip club and try to get on, and and the girls naturally, if you just remain cool enough, they'll come to you and be like, you see him. Yeah, he tried to do that. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. tell you about all the ex boyfriends and yeah. the, you know whatever else is, and you know you just sit back and you, look, bro. You, you sit back and you just collect. Yeah, you and see? I mean, if I stop working there, or if a dancer stops working there, and it's not gonna mess up my bag, then who's to know? I'm, see, and that's I guess that's the standpoint that I look at it from because I always work in an environment where it was me for myself. You know, like sales environments and shit. So, like, Got you. me fucking with this girl is not gonna fuck up my commission check. Yeah, no, no. You know what I mean? I can fuck with her and still get back into work and do my. We could go on yeah. the lunch break and do our thing and then come back. You know, and I can still sell whatever I need to sell or mm. you know something like that. So it never. I get and I'm and I'm a habitual line stepper too. Oh yeah, I, I, I yeah, I am too. Yeah. I've been on a habitually step. I am a habitual line stepper. Like, where's the line at? Where's the line there's, at? There's oh, this line. is it. Yeah. Oh, I right play with the line. Yeah, I, don't, is, yeah. I don't really. I'm the, I'm the dude with the I don't jump. go I'm full foot. With the, with I'm tiptoe over the my, nine. Underneath my shoes. Like, is this oh, the line? Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, you over there. Yeah, this is the line right here. You sure? <laughs> you, you sure? Over this is there. The line? This, you sure? Yeah. I mean, well, okay, let me say this, bro. Being in a relationship, you can't do that all the time, obviously. You know, you can't do that no. at all. I don't no, want to no, get myself no. in trouble. I don't want to embarrass my girl, do no shit like that. But, like, you know, prior to that, you know, to this. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Up until the age of 26, I was. Towing, stepping over, double dutching over the line, <laughs> doing all that shit. Just because you got to know your boundaries. Gotcha. Right. I think every yeah. dude has to know his boundaries. You know, and, 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 and every woman is going to give a different dude different boundaries. Absolutely. And you so, recognize that. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. I know, I, I knew, like, with some of the women I was trying to, like, talk to or get on with at the time, that another dude had different access to me. Mm. You know? 
Yeah. He may have had more accents than that's, I did. That's a mature thing to do because a lot of men know that, but mm-hmm. subconsciously are telling themselves that it's not happening or their ego is not right, letting right, them right. let that, nah, let bro. them believe that. I, I say this in everything, bro. You got to go into it. I think I said this to Will. We were talking about the night show, going into this. I'm going into this with no ego. Okay. Yeah. No ego, G. Going into any work that you, you know, gonna do whatever. Of course, you want to be confident in whatever you do, but yeah. right. you know that ego gives you a sense of entitlement. Once mm-hmm. you hit that, once you hit entitlement with a woman, it's kind of over, you know, because then like you're, you're talking about what she, what she owes you in your mind, right? Yeah. yeah, she owes me this, so I'm gonna act this way, and then she catches on to that. Obviously, then yeah. it fucks yeah. up everything. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be that guy ever. And mm-hmm. I've been that guy on a couple of occasions. That's how I know not to do it no more. Yeah, you know, shout out to growth. Absolutely, bro. You got to learn from your mistakes, you yes. know, or just your experiences, period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that. Uh, let's switch gears a tad bit. Actually, let's switch gears a lot of bit. Oh, thought I dropped some popcorn just now. We had a bag of white cheddar popcorn for everybody. Yeah. They also need to sponsor us. Um, who was that? Smart Foods? Shout out I to so. yeah, Smart white Foods. Cheddar. Definitely needs to do that. We were listening to um, Jody Breeze. Mm. Stay yes. Fresh. Yes. That was what, 06, 07, circa? 08 maybe Shout out to Bad Boy South oh, Man My girlfriend said She didn't remember Bad Boy South Man <laughs> she Which is like Hella mind blowing to me Maybe she uh, Was she outside yet She Damn Was she uh, outside Damn My girlfriend said yeah, She's 24 years old uh, But yeah. She will be 25 in February Cause for me I'm 27 uh-huh. That was in middle school so she oh might, yeah, but no, she, she she might not have you know elementary. You're not really tapped like, into it. Like I feel yeah. like she's enough of a hood rat to know some of these songs. <laughs> <I feel, laughs> she gotta be her hood rat level <laughs> at age ten was she, she knew she knew some, but not others. I guess. Do you guys remember the first time you saw the crybaby as a child? Yes, the dance, the crybaby. Yes, I, I remember what it was called, freak dancing. Yes. Oh yeah. And they would come through the middle school dance with the flashlights. Yeah, like six inches. Now it's just dancing. Now it's just regular dancing. dancing. I remember remember the Cry Baby. I was in like third grade. Yeah, I think I I think I was in like sixth grade when I seen the Cry Baby. Third, fourth grade, I seen the Cry Baby. Like, this is this is ill. Oh my god! It was like at a kids' night, late night, whatever you know, one of those nights. I was like, oh wow. You was in third grade, bro. You was like eight. I was like fourth grade, fourth fifth grade, thinking about it. But still, yeah. Well, I guess I was in sixth grade. Seeing so. a cry, baby. Just yeah, seven to seven. How, she was really belt. Whoa, seven to seven. That was an era. Was. Why did our parents? Okay, thinking about this. My parents did not let it happen. I, I no. <laughs> I had to say. I just. I, hey, so this is how I had to do it for me, pal. Because that didn't happen. My parents didn't let me do it either. I just stayed the night at a friend's house just so that I could. That's how it was. Even right? do that. Yeah, we had to so, stay. Yeah. Just so that I could even do it. Yeah. But what's crazy is there was so many other kids whose parents was letting them do that. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. From though. seven at night, but it's not the same. It's to not the, seven in the morning, but bro. it's not the same shit as like now. You know what I mean? But imagine that now, though. No, because oh, my daughter's nine. <laughs> what? So I don't. I don't want to imagine that. Now. Imagine that, bro. I That's kill how did that happen? How did they allow us to be teenagers? I guess. I guess I guess they just trusted us. At the us. skating rink. Because think about it, but it, was, seven it seven. was really, I mean, because you're, and you're younger than I am. Well, yeah. you're younger than me too, right? Well, how old are you? Um, I am 49. Okay. <laughs> in spirit. In spirit, in my heart. I'm 29, actually. Oh, yeah. So, like, me, seventh grade, being, what, 12 years old, yeah. going to, like, my, my first seven to seven, um, it's a different time, bro. Yeah. That was a completely different, different time. Yeah, we were thinking you know what different. Saying? Yeah. Then. Yeah. That was, like, 2000. You know, 99, 2000? Yeah. Things were way different. I mean, people were crazy, but it wasn't that crazy. Now, Yeah. you know, especially with the epidemic of, you know, so many young black women being kidnapped, you know, and, and yeah, so many just much, black yeah. bodies being kidnapped yeah. at a, a ridiculous rate. That wasn't really the fear then. Yeah, you know, no. that wasn't like a national epidemic. I mean, the craziest shit that happened then was you end up at a friend's house and call home at 2 in the morning and get in trouble. Right. You know, but like. The fears weren't the same. Nah. You know, and you were at a group of your peers. You know what I'm saying? There was yeah. hella of us. And cell phones weren't a thing. There was no Damn, that's, there was, that's crazy too. There was no, of us had cell phones. There was no video of this. There was no, no capturing on. of the yeah. Right, right, right. You don't there we don't have memories really of this other than what we what remember. You can remember. Yeah. Yes. It's gotta be there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, that was a time. Did y'all ever hop on a donut? Y'all remember that? No. Y'all remember that? What's that? Yep. When you could go like, what was the other one? I forgot what the other one was called. The other one was kind of more popular in Seattle, I believe. What was it? A donut. What's that? It was like a chat room for like 
I wouldn't say um, kids, but yeah. like damn near kids. Yeah. You want to talk about that? I no, I don't mind. I need to get some water because my brain, like, I feel my eyes like. It is late. We started this late. We, we, we started this late. So I've been over here like smiling. My eyes just not agreeing with my. Nah. <laughs> I do want to. I want to uh, ask you a question real quick because this was like a hot topic today. Um, and and one of my one of the things I want to bring to the podcast, my interest is in uh film. You know, I'm a nerd at heart, so nope. we're gonna talk about it. But we talked about Michael B. Jordan possibly playing Superman. Oh yeah, where's that at on yeah. your on your radar? Man, I didn't know until you brought it to my attention, and I like Michael B. Jordan. Um, and just to see him, to think about him as Clark Kent and Superman. Yeah, if there was, well, the topic of the conversation was more so black. Actors, black actors playing white, white roles, white roles. Yeah, that was the that's the main thing. Yeah, black actors playing white roles. I obviously have no problem with it. (laughs) But how do you feel about it in reverse, though? Let's see. There, that's where you. That's where you got me kind of stumped. Um, Just think about. give, Give me an example. Is that like a white person playing Black Panther? Yeah, that would be. Yes, that's absolutely what that what that would be. But well, I feel like there's not. There's not pride in being white like there is pride in being black in a movie, in a role. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Superman is supposed to happen. Black Panther was allowed to happen. Well, also, and then you know what I mean? You have to keep in mind that black is a country for us. Black is an identity for us. It's not just a color. Yeah. White, mm-hmm. is, yeah. white is description. But if you're white, you, have your, you know what country you're from. Over here, we don't know where we're from. So right. We, yeah. Our, so you just cling on to black. Blackness is our is our is literally our ethnicity and our culture. Right. So like, you, you playing a black character is like you're playing somebody that like can only be a certain thing. Um, but when you're playing a white character, the white if the white character is not from a specific place, then like it's just white. And like and also it's a majority minority thing. Like if you guys are dominating every role and you guys are in most movies and films and. Things are created for you, right? Then, like, yeah, every it's not gonna kill you to lose a few roles. Um, yeah, but see, you bring that to them and you say that type of mm-hmm. shit, right? And then they get offended, like, "Oh, yeah. this is supposed to be." I mean, there was there was a thing about Superman. Like, I guess mm-hmm. some scientists wrote an article, and I read the article and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the article was saying that, like Superman technically should be black, mm-hmm. not African American. You know, nothing like that. But it's like saying, you know, like he should be brown skin, should be melanated because he draws his power from the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought the power from the sun. You absorbs good. it. You absorbs it like that, just like you know That's Africans good. do. People yeah. with melanin in their skin, yeah. and so that should be a thing. So I mean, That's if you want to cool. get technical, right? I heard a black person say earlier on Twitter, "I don't want to see a black person as Superman," and I was like, "Bro, you know, I'd be fine with it." They they made Johnny Storm black, right? Fantastic right. Four, right? You know, right, right, right. Um, same person too. It's crazy how it was uh, Michael B. Jordan, but like, oh wow, yeah, yeah. But I think when you when you deal with like. When you deal with a, a a character that was black and now is, is now made white, I think you deal with the erasure of that character right. and and the blackness, right? right? I, I don't think it's the same way for a black character or a, a white character being made black. I don't think you d- delete their whiteness because, like you said, whiteness goes so much into uh, heritage and it mm-hmm. goes into um, you know nationality and it goes into you know all these different things that we can't trace. Mm. You know that black people can't trace. You know. Right. Or not not as easily apparently, but yeah. I, I just I don't I don't I mean if you look if you want to keep him white I'm not I'm not I don't have anything you know against that I'm not gonna say that he needs to be black and all this type of shit nah bro but you know if he, if he stays right if he stays white that's fine by me it doesn't bother me just like Idris Elba for as James Bond okay so my thing is whoever's the best let them be the best I want to see the go. best there you go so. Um, but what if a it, white man? What if a white man killed his audition for Malcolm X? What would you say? It's not history. That's different. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I, I so, so right. That's a good so. Point. Okay, it, if you. if it's history, okay. I need you to be black for black people, white people. Same thing. Like like we were saying to these like Egyptian movies that we're yeah, doing with all these white yeah, people. Yeah, I'm not yeah. for any of that because it's based on a story that really actually happened. Yeah, and those people didn't look like these people right. when it's. A make believe or it's something slave, that was created. But the created. slaves in that movie, the under underclass individuals in that movie, can be black. 
Exactly. But the Star Wars have to be white. Crazy as hell, dog. Okay, that yeah. shit just nah, made make me the mad. slaves white too. That shit just made me you mad. You saying that? You gonna like, do that? Make the slaves white too. Exactly. No if that's the story you want to tell, yeah, I don't have no problem with it. All of them. Everybody can be white. No, everybody be white. Slaves. Yep. Yep. Let's see, see them. All. Let's see some like white that. slaves. Yeah. Let's do it. Bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Run make the white happen. slaves. Yeah. Run that play. Ooh, I love. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Saying white slave just kind of just sounds. It's just. Ooh, it just felt so empowering. It's just different. I ain't gonna lie. We had this white boy. We used to kick it with, and he was like one of the cool ass white boys that you know. What I'm saying kick it with the uh, with the homies, with the brothers, and he, him and this one, him and our one friend, they was he was black and he was white, and they were best friends. Mm-hmm. And he would call him white slave. That's kind of tight. It was tight. It was tight. It was tight. It was tight. So we, I used to hear it. Used to laugh like, "Damn, you really called him white slave?" He was like, "Yeah, I've been called a white slave this whole time. It's my nigga, though." So it just took me back to that time. Yeah, man, we all for white slave. That's all I wanted to say. But yeah, when it has to deal with history, keep it authentic. I get it. I get that. And if it's if it's a made up creation, whoever's the best at acting, let them let them have that role. Superman, Batman, Black, whoever it is. Black Panther would be kind of weird, though. That'd be uh, blasphemous. Yeah, that, that would be kind of Okay, so we're going to... Um, <laughs> white Panther. We'll say White Panther. <laughs> we're going to um, we're gonna wrap up real soon. One thing I want to do um, is kind of enter into a segment called uh, Evil Thoughts. And, uh, you know, if you, if you follow me online, you follow me on any social media, you know my shit is Evil Marsupials. What is that about? Can you explain that? Evil like, Marsupials? I always wonder what in the Did world you really? does that mean? Yeah. I, got, I, how, I rarely get asked yeah, that. So I, I really. I, I've <laughs> thought about that, too, and I've never asked. I don't know why really? it's never even came up. Well, I've, yeah, I've obviously thought because I didn't know. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? What nah, it that was. makes sense, yeah. Okay. I just didn't think people questioned it like that. Uh, we, um, me and my best friend, we, uh, we were just playing around one day, just like, you know, making up different Gangs and sets and shit like that, you know, just that's funny. saying shit. We I remember in like, high school, I was from Bad Boy, baby. See what I'm saying? So we were just like marsupials. One day I just said that shit, right? And I was like, marsupials, nigga. Yeah. You was banging that. Da, 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 da. We was, though, okay. hard, like in every yeah. picture and everything. We had like the M, you know, like the Murder Ink M. Mm-hmm. We just yeah, that no. shit. yeah, so we was yep. doing that. But then, like, I was watching a documentary one day on like koalas, right? And they were saying, like, you know, koalas, um, they eat eucalyptus leaves and like they climb to the top of the tree. To feed, right? They're one like the freshest leaves and that kind of thing. Was it crass creatures? Uh, I don't think so. It was on Discovery Channel. So. <laughs> is that is that your go to? I don't He's know. Like, wait, are you watching my show? My new day. shit is Planet Earth. Uh, nice. Oh yeah, I will be watching. I'll be on Netflix with that. Yeah, yep. yep. Season one and season two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's amazing. Yeah, we over there. But like, but they were saying like, you know, if they can't get to the top of the tree, like they'll basically starve, right? And I was like, it's kind of tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's kind of like a metaphor for like not settling. You know, gotcha. You won't settle. And I, I had said around, I had said it was like oh six, oh seven, and I was like, y'all, like I'm never gonna settle for shit that I don't want. You know, in life, period. I say this thing like, stay off the Oregon Trail, never settle. You know, so like, wow. just that mantra, never settle, that like, kind of okay. resonated me with the whole koala thing. Is it because how white Oregon is? I had nothing to do with it. I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just, you know, again, about not settling in life, you know, yeah. not not selling for anything less than what you actually want or desire. You know, so I was like, okay, that's kinda cool. So like, I kept the I kept the uh the marsupial part, you know, because koalas are marsupials, obviously. Yep. And then um when I was then we had this other thing. It was like me, we went to rap and shit. We thought we were dope. I was like writing for people and that kind of thing. So we had formed like what was called the evil genius society. And I was putting it on my MySpace everywhere. Mm. Everywhere you could take that shit. Bulletins. Like, yeah. Evil everywhere. Genius Society. Yeah. And, you know, we had like a collective of people writing blogs and all that type of shit. And so when I was going to make a Twitter, I initially, uh, and then I was writing this story, this uh, cartoon, which I still want to bring into light. It was called Ninja Squirrel, right? I really wanted to write this cartoon. I wrote like three or four episodes for like what I wanted to be this Is cartoon. Is the squirrel flying? Is nah, it a flying it was, squirrel? It wasn't a flying squirrel. It was okay. Just a ninja squirrel. Okay, okay, gotcha. And uh, it was a playoff of this movie, Ninja Scroll, that my dad wouldn't let me watch when I was a kid. Because mm. it was like this super, you know, gory anime. But I always thought he was saying Ninja Squirrel. Mm. And nice. I was like, how come I can't watch this movie, Ninja Squirrel? Like, that don't make no sense. Yeah. But then, like, so when I was going to create my Twitter page, I was like, you know, Ninja Squirrel was like the first shit. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't available. And I was like, who the fuck has Ninja Squirrel <laughs> in 2009 as a fucking Twitter handle? You know, like, kind of right. shit is this? And then, um, then I put marsupials, and that, that was taken too. And I was like, who the fuck? Yeah. You know, so then I, I put Evil Genius Society. Somebody had taken that. Either, either somebody took that or it was like too long. And I was like, God damn, like, how the fuck do I get a, right. how can I make a creative name? You know, then I was like, okay, let me think. 
Then I was like, evil marsupials. Nobody can have that. And it popped up, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, bet. Damn. This is what we're rolling with, evil marsupials. Okay. And then somebody was like, you should have evil marsupial because it's just one of you. And, that's, and I was like, bitch, shut up. Get out of here. But then you did? No. No, it's still evil marsupials. Absolutely. So okay. That's at the end of that. Yeah. So then, but then, like, you know, coming up with fucking um, – Instagram, I was like, yo, like if we're gonna build a brand, we have to keep everything uniform. Everything you same. Know? So it has to be even marsupials across everything. Yeah. You know, and then um, gotcha. Yeah, so that's where that came from. That's Damn. funny with the backstory. Yeah. So you were saying, um Oh, evil thoughts. About, yeah. Okay, so if you know me, you've heard this phrase probably multiple times. Fuck them kids. And I really stand by that. <laughs> that should be a, we're gonna make that a hashtag. <laughs> so my homegirl was telling me that her son was being bullied in school, right? This is a literal fuck them kids thing. So she's telling me her, her son was being bullied in school. And I remember my daughter, Summer, had gone through that a little bit as well, right? Mm-hmm. And she was saying that, you know, she talked to the other parent and was telling the other parent, hey, your son's fucking with my son. You know, he punched him when he was drinking his water bottle and she spilled water down himself. We cried. His first couple of days of school, you know, he was embarrassed, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know the dad, you know, and I was like, I know the dad's not going to stand for that shit. Like, he's going to check this. You know, the other kid and shit. Yeah. And I guess they had a talk with the other parents and uh, came back to school. And so he did something else the next day. He punched the kid or something. So now at this point, she's telling me the story. And I'm getting pretty upset because I don't fuck with bullies. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Nah. And so um, anyway, the teacher wasn't doing shit about it. You I know love what I'm bullies. The teacher, <laughs> <laughs> the teacher wasn't doing shit about it, man. You know, the parents wasn't doing shit about it. And so the kid punched her kid and fucking her kid, my little guy. Beat the shit out this kid, Aww. and then another kid came. Another kid came to like protect the bully, and he beat the shit out that kid too. Aww. And I was, and I get to thinking like, what are you teaching your fucking kids at home? Where the thing they just go to school and bully some other kid, right? You know what like, I mean? like fuck you, bro. Fuck your fucking kid. Fuck your parenting skills and all that shit. Fuck them kids. Like the little stem. I don't. I, I fuck them kids. Fuck them kids, bro. And I hate. And That's I'm glad those little kids got their asses whooped. I'm hella. You might have saved. He might save their lives. Yeah, on some real shit. Like yeah. you know, you can't just fuck with nobody now. You know what I'm saying? From now For on. Real. Like the little uh, early ass whooping will save you from a, a lot of bla- ass whooping. Absolutely, later in life. that's that humbling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was just you know my, my thoughts. I fucking hate badass fucking kids. Fuck them. Got you. Fuck I, them don't, kids. I don't believe me. Yeah, fuck them kids, okay. bro. <laughs> that's something you'll continue to hear in the podcast. As this sounds, one. Shout out to the youth. No pedo kids. No pedo. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That's oh, the but I may, but I may, I may actually uh, have a fuck them kids segment. Each week we may have a oh, evil thoughts and then we have a the fuck so them kids. I, I swear he loves the youth. Oh yeah, but fuck them kids. But fuck them kids. <laughs> Indiscriminately too, bro. If I don't know your kids, bro, I can say fuck them. If I never met your kid before, <laughs> and you, uh, you know, and you know what else I hate when people post pictures of their ugly ass kids on Facebook and shit Ooh. and like Instagram, and that's all you fucking see. And we've been seeing hella ugly kids. So is like it like first. ugly babies or ugly toddlers or is it ugly kids? Period. I think ugly kids are worse because <laughs> they've had time to grow and develop into ugly beings. <laughs> like, you can, uh, ugly baby can't help being ugly. You know what I mean? Like you just pop out, you're ugly. Okay, you get a chance to. Grow. You can't be mad at ugly teenagers though. Like middle school kids, that's ugly years. Those you're are supposed, yeah, yeah, no, you're supposed saying, to be ugly. No, 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 no you're no, talking I'm about so, elementary. Ugly. I'm saying yeah, if you're between kindergarten <laughs> and fifth grade and you're ugly, you're an ugly kid. <laughs> if you're get, pretty in middle school, you're gonna be an ugly adult. That's not true. I know some chicks that are still fine to this day. Oh, I know some that <laughs> you could uh, you could hit your stride too early. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. You can't, you can't hit, stride hit your early. stride way Absolutely. too early. I know Especially the that, girls. The best. girls that are overly attractive <laughs> in middle school. Well, that's more. Oh, that's man. More they got of, uh, worn out by, by the <laughs> junior year. I'm not even saying just <laughs> worn out by like. Yes, you are. That's but like, yes, but you like just you like from that standpoint. <laughs> but just like. Overexposure? Yeah. Oh, more so that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overexposure. You was drinking before. You've been fine for all these years. Like, we know you fine at that point. Like, I'm talking about. <laughs> I was talking about you got worn out, worn out, and you got. I know some girls, bro. I remember. When I mean, we graduated, yeah. I remember, like within two or three years of us graduating high school, I was like, "Damn, she looks smoked out." Or, oh yeah, yeah she yeah, she yeah, parties all the time. Yeah, that happens. And I know because I party all the time. Some people just look dead, like just not all the way there. Yeah, you're you're a shell yeah. of yourself. Yeah, I know some party animals from like the middle school era to high school era. Right, they aren't. It's not. It's not a <laughs> yeah, long trajectory a, for no, uh, <laughs> It's not. You can't do that for you twenty years. You get that freshman fifteen a, every year. You can't do that for no. twenty years. 
No, you can't do that for four years straight. Yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah, no, nah. and that mixed with like birth control and shit too, because that takes a major toll on you. And I'm not shit. I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm just saying like that definitely will take. You drink as often as you want to drink and kick it and you know out partying and eating good and all that shit. Oh and, yeah, and that and that depot shot. <laughs> the motherfucker's a silent killer. That shit will kill you. Devil shot and cancer, just in the same little, same little bundle. Woo! That shit. You talking to him now? That girl, that girl, fucking bragged that she don't have no period. All right, that shit's going somewhere. Mm. She going straight to your goddamn arms. Look like big mama. Oh, uh, you talking you turn, to him? By the time you turn twenty seven, you big mama already. <laughs> big mama, oh, your yeah, arm. Bro. Big mama, your arm. I have. I, there's been a lot of. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of women, but there have been several women that have talked to me and be like, "Yeah, I, my body was just never like I never had my body feel the way it felt when I was on birth control." Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like, "It just didn't feel like it was my body anymore." I'm like, right. "Damn, wow. that's how much it has an effect on you." We like, got to talk about the men too because there's a lot of dudes that we went to high school with that came out that now look like uh, Sasquatch. Them, yeah, most. Of them. Oh man, guys fall off all the time. Like more so, guys. Guys are never stride. on. <laughs> guys hit their stride yeah. in high school. There's like the guys who were th- that guy in high school that oh, just is like man. former athlete I never found myself I don't know <laughs> what I want to do with my life I'm or, still or they go or the they past. go away to college and fuck off their scholarship yep right that, that happens, that happens trying to sell drugs often. in college yeah, yeah. I, um, or just or just Everything oh, was handed man. to you, you prior, I, so you just you know don't I hate shit. when guys get to college and become hood. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like they, I yeah. never saw that, actually. Yeah. Man, I hated that. I saw that Eastern You said that before. I saw that I've heard you say that before. Man, Cali guys would do it. Like, bro, you guys are here playing football. Like, yeah. I know that you're not here to, to bang. bang on niggas. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's not play, what... Play ball and go to class. Yeah, man. like, wait a minute. Let me find out who, what type of upbringing you really had. Like, let me do some research on who you really every are. every black person in the country is six degrees of separation. Mm. Wow. I know you somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, six so degrees of I, I can find out. I can figure out. Come on. I can under. Yeah. So there's been even even. I'm from Tacoma. There's a lot of federal way cats and Seattle cats. West Seattle can't cats that went to Eastern. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, mm, uh, wait a minute, yeah, bro. Like, let me funny let me here. find out what what your upbringing was really like. Cause you yeah, out here right. really popping that shit like a <laughs> kingpin. And now yeah. and now with social media, you can I can nigga look back in 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right. doing X Y Z exactly like so, Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, man. Um, stay true to yourself. At the end of the day, <laughs> don't take <laughs> yourself out. Yeah. All right. Um. Anybody got any final thoughts? Anything anybody want to add? There was a point I was trying. To, I was. I keep forgetting it about. Um. We're just talking about the the evil people. joint. Well, yeah. Then also like people going to college and and switching it up and and. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. Um. I remember there's this kid. He was like a star musician at not musician star athlete at Curtis, and. uh I'll never forget, I think my senior year, he was the year ahead of me and graduated and, like, you know, got sent off proper and mm-hmm. he was the man and he he did his time in high school and was free to go. And I remember going to high school and the first day of school, he was at the school. And he was like, what's up? What you guys up to? What are we doing? And I'm like, uh, you... And he what? was a senior last year. Yeah, he wasn't at the school. He wasn't going to the school so no he more. Graduated, he graduated, right? Yeah, oh. just there with oh, no backpack. Yeah. And I was like, dang, people really don't have lives outside of, they don't have nothing planned for Uh, outside of school. He graduated and just didn't know what, like, he's back in the lunchroom in the morning, like, what's going on? Yeah, sitting at the cool table, and everybody's like, uh. That's not cool at all. Yeah, you lost all your, all the juice. Yeah, 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 no juice. Your legacy. At least go to community college. Yeah, and just at the school, like, what's up, what we doing? Yeah. I'm going to class. You see my schedule? You see my schedule? Let's look at this sheet of paper here. It's that attention, and that and that was here. and that was pre-social media. Mm-hmm. So like, that's Damn. attention that people yeah. seek right. on social media now yeah. versus like, which is not any healthier. It's not any healthier at all. Like niggas is losers. B. I honestly think that what's the Nicki Minaj shit to freedom. Right. I think <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a correlation between like the suicide rates and the amount of depression that we experience and social media. I really, I really believe that um, 
like because we're getting these quick hits and these, these validation, these quick yeah. validation, and then instant gratification from yeah. the little little baby dopamine hits every time you see a new like or you got baby a new, dopamine yeah. hits. That's yeah. very important. Anybody out there listening, you need to understand what that is. Yeah, um, I don't need yeah. And to what you're saying, we'll, we'll do a mental health episode where we yeah. sit down with somebody. I, I don't yeah. think we've seen the effects of that yet. Right, and there's people we're like, starting to. There's yeah, a video. We're starting, yeah, we're starting to. Before we go, I mean, for if you're listening to this, um, look up on YouTube. There's a there's a old there's an exec from one of the social media. Um, you sites. told me about this video. Yeah, one we of the guys. This, yeah. He talked about like what how they were like engineering it and programming it to like get people hooked on it and um, like through even from, all the way down to the color of the notifications. Yeah, from, like mm. Facebook when you get it, it's the little red dot. Like, do me yeah. a favor. Do mm. me a favor. Send me that video. I put the. I'll drop the link to the yes, video. Sir. We'll I'll talk about the podcast. Yeah. When I drop the podcast, we'll do all that. See now my energy is coming back. I'm waking up. Yeah, See, yeah. Look at you that. got your water, right? Got my water. You know the act of water is uh, will actually wake you up. I mean, the act of drinking water. I'm sorry, will actually oh, wake you up. Cool. I when I was man, I almost died last week coming back from Seattle. I did that. Uh, this week you got in that crash? No. Wait, what? Last week was a wild week. You almost died twice. Wait, what? Yeah, laid back a lure. I was coming back from that party. Okay. Me and Dev uh, went to Greenleaf afterwards. Shout out to Dev. Yeah, and I hadn't eaten all day, so I went to Greenleaf and waxed. And then um, trying to drive home, it was like this. It's, but I had a bottle of water with me, and I was sipping the water on the way back, so I made it back safe. Yeah, that yeah, actually, the right. act of drinking water will actually got to roll down the windows, yeah. too. Yeah, you have to roll down the windows. Uh, yeah, unless yeah. You, unless you're too far gone, then you just got to pull over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's real shit. You call a, call a friend, people. Don't drink and drive, feeling all groggy and shit. Man. Call a friend. Yeah, you know. I don't know how. I'm, yeah. a king, I'm a king of that, bro. Hey, bro, where you at? I gotta stop. I gotta come by. I'm by the house. Can yep. I just come I'll pull over and go to sleep? Oh yeah. I, if I'm going out in Seattle, I, I I gotta commute from Tacoma. Oh yeah. I'm trying to stay at somebody's crib. I'm not. Or I'm, I'm I'm setting it up to where I'm like, okay, let me make sure that. Oh, I don't have to drive back right. here tonight. Okay, right. well then yeah, I can do what yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. do. Or if I am driving, then I know how my night is gonna be and right. what yep. I'm gonna consume. Like, and then next week, I'm. I mean, next time I go, I'm not. I'm gonna get my food to go, right, and then uh, eat it when I get back to Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You don't that, get, that way, you, you don't get, get the itis. itis on the right. way home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's how I was thinking. Shout out to that. All right, people, we're gonna wrap this up. This is the end of the very first episode. We um, definitely appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, just remember, if you're ever a guest on this show, please come tell your best host story. Please have your host stories ready. Uh, and just remember, if you are a guest, you are an honorary panty that will always and forever be a thing. But uh, yeah, until next time, this is the was it the super hella incredibly tight show, uh, <laughs> aka the shit show, and we appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you.